October 24th. It's a Tuesday in 2023. It's a busy time of year on campus. We have a lot going on. Our fall sports are wrapping up. Our midterm grades are being posted this morning, actually. And it's always surprising to know that a quarter of the the academic year has already passed. And uh, yeah, we're getting into a little bit of a grind, um, but uh, but it was uplifting to interview Dr. Kazi the other day, um, getting to know her better. And what was really intriguing to me was her upbringing, you know, being born and raised in the South Bay, um, but where her parents came from, uh, you know, as, uh, as immigrants to the United States, refugees, in fact, and, and what's going on in the world right now. It's, uh, it's a story that should be told, and I'm glad she was able to tell it. Um, I'm looking forward to our next guest today um, and getting to know her a lot better. Um, she is a, a staple on campus and someone you can go to for just about anything. So I'm excited to interview her, and um, I hope you enjoy episode three of the We Are Loyola podcast. Hello, Cub community, and welcome to episode three of the We Are Loyola podcast. I have the privilege of sitting across from Mrs. Judy Delamico right now. How are you, Judy? I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you for joining us here on the podcast. Uh, you know, this is for the Loyola community. You know, your audience is the Loyola community, and uh, you know, I'll probably talk a little bit about. Uh, your passions for education, what brought you to Loyola, why you're staying here at Loyola, and any experiences that you might have had here that you want to share uh, over the years you've been here. And how many years have you been here, if you'll tell us? Uh, this is going on my 37th year here at Loyola. Wow, 37. <laughs> that's, that's remarkable. Um, now, before we get to the current, let's talk a little bit about the past and uh, talk about, uh, talk about your, your, your upbringing, where you grew up, Right, maybe where you went to high school, where you went to college, uh, some of your experiences there that brought you into the world of education. So um, I was actually born in New York, mm -hmm. but came out to California uh, when I was young, um, eight years old. So mm -hmm. pretty much consider myself a California girl. Right. Um, went to Catholic high school, um, St. Bernard's High School, and Loyola Marymount for college and graduate school, um, both neighborhood schools for me. So I basically, they were right down the street, rode my bike, walked to school. So um, that That's great. Was... Before you go on, the Loyola Marymount, it was Loyola Marymount when you went there and how, because it was Loyola University when Kelly Nicholson went there. It was just an all boys school. Is that correct? Do you know? Because it was Loyola Marymount became Loyola Marymount. Um, I don't know what year, but it was... It was Loyola Marymount um, when I was there. All my siblings yeah. um, were there also, and it was still Loyola Marymount. So okay. I don't know exactly the year when it did <laughs> switch. I should probably know that, but well, I don't. <laughs> that's all right. That's okay. Yeah, I don't either. So so go on. So you're in college. Uh, 
at LMU. And uh, and I've just I've always loved. Um, well, I've loved the the Catholic school environment. Um, just the small smaller classes, more personalized uh, teacher student relationships. So that was definitely my draw to LMU. The mm-hmm. Um, the small school feel, the more personal uh, right. feel. Uh, so to come to Loyola just felt like a, a smooth transition of that, still that small personalized um, Catholic education, more personalized education. Right. And it was uh, Loyola Marymount your first uh, experience with Jesuits? It was. In Jesuit education. So you, where did you go to high school? You said you... St. Bernard's High oh, School. Oh, St. Bernard's. That's right. So, oh. but the first, that's... Uh, so LMU was the first experience with Jesuits. Um, and uh, what type of experiences did you have at LMU that uh, really that really told you that this was where you wanted to be in Jesuit education? That uh, were there particular mentors or priests that you met at LMU that kind of drove you in the direction of education and to Loyola High School? Um, I was, to be honest, I well, I was more. Um math major and um it was i think more the one of my professors actually had a relationship here with his son being at loyola um and my brother-in-law was here at school at loyola okay growing up when i was in high school a lot of the friends Mm -hmm. um the guys came over here to Loyola. So uh, just having that knowledge of Loyola and um, more just kind of the interactions with the people that were there, mm-hmm. I just love that feel of the uh, the type of people, their morals, their values, their just care of um, people. Right, yeah, and it's, I mean, it just sounds like you've had a connection to this place for your entire life, really. Uh, with friends who have gone here when you were in high school, then meeting probably alumni of here at LMU, and then bringing you back here. So let's be more specific about how you ended up teaching at Loyola. At Loyola. Yeah, so how did you get here? Um, complete fluke, I would say, or just being <laughs> in the right place at the right time, or mm-hmm. I'd say, you know, God's hand in the matter. Um, I had just uh, graduated and was putting in job applications. Mm-hmm. Uh, with no intention of starting work, thinking it was going to take like a year right. process, just kind of put my name in the hat. Mm-hmm. And um, when I came onto campus to fill out an application, I ran into Alan Martin, who was the department chair at the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in conversation, one thing led to another. And before I knew it, I was being hired for the upcoming school year. Right. And Alan Martin was a, a huge mentor in that whole process of just starting off teaching because mm-hmm. I literally was right out of college wow. and just going right into the classroom. Yeah. So no no teaching experience. No you didn't <laughs> you weren't you weren't an education major at LMU. Or were I was you? starting. I was actually starting graduate school that yes. summer, so that's why I figured I was going to give myself a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, right. I was starting my master's in, in education, in uh, education, okay. in counseling, actually. Oh well, wow. okay, yes. great. And so I knew I did want to go into education. I just mm-hmm. wasn't expecting to 
start as soon as I did. Yeah, um, right. But I did do a lot of tutoring. Like mm -hmm. all through college, um, I was always doing a lot of tutoring of mm -hmm. high school kids uh, in the neighborhood and of the local schools. Yeah. And I was tutoring actually at LMU out of their Learning Resource Center wow. for yeah. a lot of the different students there as well. So I always enjoyed that. So I knew that teaching definitely was something that I was interested in and definitely wanted to yeah. give a give a try. Yeah. Well, and is that, do you think that's where your your passion for teaching came from through those tutoring sessions and from doing that at a very early age? Did you have uh, were your parents in education? Did you have siblings that were in education? Uh, nobody was in education. In fact, yeah. my dad tried to persuade me to go into computer science. Oh. And I took a computer yeah. science class. You dropped the ball on that one. I, I'm kidding. I, I'm just kidding. I, I, I tried. Yeah. No, but I tried. <laughs> yeah. And I just, it just, it was not for me. Mm -hmm. I, I liked more of the the interactions with right. the, the kids. Mm -hmm. And I just loved the whole school setting versus me and a computer and doing programming and things right. like that that just was not for me well and i can tell you because you won't toot your own horn but i think that you are one of our best teachers and you have been for a very long time and part of that is because you are so personable and because you like being around the students and you're always available to them and i see that every morning and i see it every lunch and i see it every day after school where you are accessible to your students and you really care about them so you know thank you on behalf of the school and behalf of the students uh, for all you do and i uh, i'll tell you from down here even in i'm in the main office and podcast your listeners wouldn't know this but you're down the hall and you teach um you know, three or four classrooms down, but with my door open, I hear you laughing all day <laughs> before school and during classes. And, you know, that just goes to your personality and how, how pleasant you're be, you're, you are to be around. And um, I just want to put that out there as well, we as we move you. on in this interview. I, I'd be re remiss without saying that. So um, you. so your passion in education just kind of came from tutoring and from your own internal drive to become a teacher. And you've been doing it now for a while. I won't say how long again, but... Uh, <laughs> But uh, so currently you're the director of our summer session, uh, which takes a lot of time and energy. I know that you were a department chair at one time, part of the faculty senate at one time. What else am I missing from let's go back like when you first started, what activities were you involved with? What kind of clubs when uh, you first got started at Loyola? Well, probably the one thing that took a huge part of my time was uh, the taking over the cheerleaders. Okay, yeah. So when I came in, um, I headed up the the girls, and they came from all various <laughs> of the girls' schools all over. So we would either have practices really early in the morning or in the late afternoons, right. enabling them to make it. Um, probably some of my most fun memories in terms of that. We had a lot of fun, um, yeah. One thing, and, and Mrs. Wells, who's also here, could vouch for this one, where we would go to games and we would put up signs on the freeway overpasses oh, before really? the as the buses on the route so that the guys on the buses would be able to see them as they were going to the various games or off on the sides of the fences um, so that they could see them. Um, we'd have our little kids in the back of the car and mm -hmm. <laughs> right. we would be driving and, and hanging up signs. We would be, you know teeping the locker rooms and making little candy buttons and stuff for the kids. So it was actually a lot of fun, mm -hmm. um, a lot of great memories, being able to support the, the teams mm -hmm. and um, 
having that interaction with the girls was a lot of fun. Yeah, and well, just that school spirit, which I see in you all the time as well. And I know when when we were both younger, we were able probably to get a little more involved in the school spirit side of things. And when I was first started starting here, and that was 20 some odd years ago, um, I, I remember that specifically about you, how much school spirit you had, but also that you were kind of the head of the the party committee for the faculty, right? <laughs> Always here to have a good time and fun. And I do re- recall going to a Dodger game with a big group. That's something that you put together. And what were some other some of the other things? I don't know if you were self-appointed the, the party uh, commissioner or if that was a, a role that was kind of given to you um, by previous administration. I don't know that it was necessarily a role versus just trying to coordinate activities where we could get together as a faculty outside of just our school time just to continue those relationships and i think one of the huge pluses to loyola is the faculty everybody the faculty and staff and everyone that works here that we really enjoy each other's companionship and friendship and it's more than just kind of a you know work relationship we really do care and enjoy spending time with each other 100%. and so I think a, a lot of that was more just what are different activities outside of Loyola that people can participate in and mm-hmm. just have fun together so right. um, I know there was a sound of music a sing-along sound of music I think that oh, everyone okay. took a bus and went to as well as a couple of the Dodger games that we have done that's right um, we definitely need to do more. <laughs> right. It, and, I, you know, it's fun that we're bringing that up because I do think it's incredibly important, especially coming out of the pandemic, not only for our students to have those activities and those opportunities to to experience each other's love outside of the classroom, but for our faculty and our colleagues to, to, to do that as well. And I think with the amount of turnover that we've had with our faculty and staff and it's you know it's a it's a nationwide thing it's just not at Loyola but we have a lot of new teachers and a, new, and a lot of new characters and a lot of new people to get to know which is also a fun thing and to have those opportunities is very important and we have our our TGIFs every once in a while but it's always nice to see faculty and staff outside of you know the workplace and get to know their 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 um their spouses and their you know their kids and um, it's something that that I think we do a good job of at Loyola but we could do it better right because we do like hanging out with each other and you know I know that some of my best friends I I get to work with which is a true pleasure so that's great so let's um, uh, talk maybe a little bit about some some of your uh, philosophies in education or maybe just about how you you go about teaching what are some of the most important things that you want to bestow upon your students maybe from day one to the end of the year what are some of the most important things that uh, and we don't need to talk about content here more this isn't an interview for a job it's just more about the skills and about the the life lessons that you want them to know as as they leave your classroom um i would say one of the things especially with uh the various classes. Um, Not all of my guys are probably gonna use a lot of the content Mm -hmm. that they're learning throughout Mm -hmm. the year, but I would hope that um, they have learned to persevere, that, that they have enough confidence in their abilities to be okay with Failing, if you will, but learning from mistakes and knowing that they they can still achieve success by mm-hmm. going back and, and reflecting on mistakes that have been made 
and and learning from those and growing from that and that each day is a new day mm-hmm. and that you can go back and we are very competitive here at Loyola, but I always try to remind my guys that I don't want them competing against each other, but mm-hmm. competing against themselves. And are they doing better than they did in, you know, on the previous homework assignment or on the previous quiz, previous test, and that they should constantly be pushing themselves to be the best that they can mm-hmm. with their uh, talents. And so I just, I hope from the first day they walk into the class to the end of the year that they feel that they have grown as a person, as a student. Um, you know, obviously I want them to learn the material and the concepts, <laughs> right. but you know, just that, you know, they can learn in everything and anything that they do. And I'm, I'm hoping after a year of, you know, math class that um, it hasn't been just the content, but just how you can approach anything, any task at right. hand and grow and learn from that and be okay asking questions and being okay making mistakes and seeing that as a sign of strength and not as a sign of a weakness. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's that's really wonderful. What a message to, to, to send that it's okay to make mistakes as long as you learn from those mistakes and, and you correct them and you move forward in a positive way. And it's a very, it's a very Jesuit thing to do, right? And that follows that Ignatian pedagogical paradigm that we love to use in the classroom, but allowing our students to reflect on on their learning, right? And not only their learning, but their being and why this Mm -hmm. is important uh, for their everyday life. I I think, uh, you know, I think you do that so well, and uh, you said it so eloquently there. So thank you. Um, You know, just uh, 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 at Loyola, you are the director of summer session. I I know that takes a ton of work, and I'm wondering... um, maybe not necessarily an experience, but maybe more so about what that brings to your life. How does summer session deviate from the regular school year and, and why do you enjoy doing it? Well, I'm just assuming that you enjoy doing it. So, <laughs> so uh, 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 let's talk about why you enjoy doing it. But that summer session, it's such a huge thing uh, for our listener, if there is a listener, right? <laughs> uh, or, or listeners that, that uh, uh, the summer session has just been such a huge smashing success for so long. And you've been doing that part for f- 12 you know, years, 15 I, years, something around. Have you been doing it for a question. while? I couldn't even tell you. But it's, it's been a long time. <laughs> so, so why do you do it? I guess is the question. Um, I, it, it summer session is just it's a different, um, a different being in the sense of it's the younger students or a good chunk of our mm-hmm. summer session is our six incoming sixth through eighth graders as right. well as our ninth through twelfth graders. Um, but number one, I love it because I have an amazing team. Mm-hmm. So could not do anything um, or accomplish as much as we do without the amazing team mm-hmm. that I work with. So I ve- feel very blessed. And like our regular school year, it's the people that we work with mm-hmm. that makes it so enjoyable. So I, I absolutely love the people that I work with and the teachers, our teachers that come and are willing to continue working during the summer. So Mm -hmm. we have an amazing faculty that come and work during the summer. But 
I love Loyola, obviously, being here for 37 years, absolutely love it. And so to give our younger students that opportunity, as well as uh, the young ladies who mm -hmm. don't get that opportunity in the regular school right. year, to be able to have that experience, you know, as short as it is for the few weeks during summer, but to be able to be exposed to Loyola and experience our faculty, experience our campus, um, just to learn and do some fun new activities. It doesn't even necessarily have to be the academic, but just to be exposed to Loyola and mm -hmm. how we approach our classes and how we interact with our students and just that passion that our various faculty have for uh, whatever the topic is that they're teaching and how they share that with our students. Um, it just it makes it so much fun to be mm -hmm. able to give the younger students the young the families of those younger students as well as the young ladies that opportunity to be able to experience Loyola and hopefully the the younger male students love it so much that they then will want to be here you know yeah. as high school students yeah use it as a recruiting tool for sure and it works it works it definitely does and and I've I think I, I only worked one summer. I mean, as a teacher, when I was here, I did it once, and I said, "Okay, no, no more for me, right?" Because I wanted those summers off. But, uh, but what I remember, both working here as a summer and then being an administrator here the last few years, when when I'm here, is that what I know from you and your team, your leadership team for the summer session, is that you make it fun. And you mentioned that once that it's fun, and every week. There's another treat different getting passed around. Different treat. themes. We get different <laughs> themes. We get treats. We get milkshakes. We get ice cream. We get everything. So, you know, I put on at least 15 pounds when when I'm here in the summer. But but you do make it uh, an incredibly enjoyable environment to not only learn in but to work in. So so kudos to you for the summer session and for your team. And I think you do an amazing job doing that. Thank and I think, you. You know, maybe we'll wrap up with um, – uh, you mentioned Alan Martin. You might want to mention some other mentors if, if you if you have other people that kind of stick out in your mind that, that kind of guided you along the way. And then, you know, what is keeping you here, right? So, um, like, why do you stay at Loyola? Why have you stayed here for 37 years? Um, if you can just speak to, to what this place means to you and, and why you've been here for so long and why you remain here. Um, in terms of mentors, one of the first things you said, I mean, I almost consider, I mean, when I think of mentor, I think of someone who was here before leading me, guiding me. But I also feel like everybody here, like I feel like I always have to be on my game. <laughs> I don't care if it's the new teachers, older teachers that have been here for an extended period of time. Everybody here is on their game. I feel like is so smart, so fabulous at what they do. Um, and I feel like I can constantly learn from everybody here. Mm -hmm. So I, I feel like everybody in some form or fashion um, has something that I can gain and learn from them. And right. I would hope that I too can share pieces of knowledge um, with everybody else as well. Um, so again, I just, I, I love everybody that we work with. We've got a fabulous faculty here. Uh, what's keeping me here? I just, I, not only do I love the faculty, but I love our young men. Our students are so fabulous. I feel like I can come to work and actually teach. Um, they want to be here. They want to learn. Um, I feel like I have to be on my game just as much for them, you right. know, where mm -hmm. they're coming in and they're ready to go. And, and they want to learn as much as they can mm -hmm. and gain as much knowledge. Um, we just, we 
it's just fun where you can joke around with the students and you can laugh and um, just have great conversation. Uh, it just it keeps me young, if you right. will. <laughs> Great. Yeah. As I am getting on the older side, uh, no. but uh, I, I just I, I love their energy. Mm -hmm. Where it's just it's a fun place. I've never really considered it going to work. Like mm -hmm. I just feel like I'm going to school and I get to have a good time. And um, you know, I always kind of joke with my husband where I, you know, I'm thankful for everything that he does that it allows me to stay here at Loyola and just enjoy and. I never feel like I'm really working. Right. It's just it's just a fun, wonderful environment. Yeah. Well, that you, it's a it's a beautiful line that you are able to walk with your students, where you're able to have fun and challenge them at the same time. So they are getting a, a really great, rigorous classroom experience, but having fun while doing so. And not many teachers are able to do that. So, Judy. Thank you for taking some time to uh, to be here with us on the We Are Loyola podcast. So, Thank you for having me. Of course. Yeah. <laughs>